1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us on the line to dissect all that's happening in the cricketing world is former Australian cricketing captain, Kim Hughes, has been kind enough to give up some of his time. How are you, Kim?
0: I'm very well indeed, Damien, and from all the list of both subjects it looks as I could be on the radio for the next five hours. Goodness gracious, <laughs> where do we where do we start? And I'm in rural Western Australia. And uh, so I might cut in and out of range, unfortunately. But anyway, we'll we'll do the best we can.
1: That's all right. We'll persist on. If you have any questions for Kim off the text machine, happy to read it out. 0433 98 We'll discuss the Shield and a bit of the T20 World Cup and the whole Josh Inglis thing as well in just a moment. But firstly, I referenced David Water before. As a former Aussie cricket captain yourself, do you believe that time should heal and that Water should be able to hold a leadership role for Australia in the future or at least be part of the leadership
0: group? Well, well, I certainly think so. I mean, Steve Smith was the captain, and, and in the you know the, the captain is responsible for the team's behaviour, and he's now uh, exonerated, if you like. And I uh, thing I liked about David Warner was that he's never uh, written about it or talked about what happened, and uh, people just think that he was the only bloke involved. But like you'd have to be living under a rock. But it's obviously there are other things that have gone on, and I was away in Sydney just recently, and there was a guy there that's very close to the cricket and has been for many, many years, and he said, look, there's a lot of other things that are going on. So I just think that uh, David's conducted himself very well and should be eligible, as Steve Smith is eligible.
1: There you go. Fantastic to have that sort of insight as well. Uh, Just in terms of the T20 World Cup, the men's T20 World Cup, what have you made of it? Have you enjoyed the action and some of the minnows causing upsets as well has added a little bit of spice?
0: Yeah, well, it certainly has when you get Namibia that have only got 100 cricketers to <laughs> pick from and, and then they won and then Scotland uh, had a fantastic win against, I think, the West Indies. Yep. But I must admit, I, I'm over the, you know, all the practice matches, that sort of thing. Let's get stuck into the big stuff. Although, um, you know, the weather in Sydney or well, on the East Coast, basically, with Sydney, with Australia's game against New Zealand, I think, on Saturday and then, India and Pakistan at the MCG, and I think they've sold 100,000 tickets. So I just hope that, you know, they, they can get um, reasonable weather to get the, game, the games going. But it's certainly been some, some real surprises. The West Indies are just a shadow of the previous teams, but just, uh, you know, Namibia's effort and, um, and Scotland's effort were just uh, absolutely un- unbelievable. It just shows you what can happen in the crash and bash form of the game, Damien.
1: That's right. It's a fickle format of the game, the T20 format. We're speaking with former Australian cricket captain Kim Hughes. From a Sri Lankan and West Indian point of view, how do those losses happen, do you think? I suppose it can happen to one, and I hate to reference it, but you, of course, played in Australia's loss to Zimbabwe in the 1983 One Day World Cup. Can you just have a bad day as a team, or do you think these upsets happen through maybe an element of complacency? Not suggesting you were complacent, though, Kim, that day.
0: But, Damien, I was just having a nice time talking to you until <laughs> you relived a nightmare. I think they're trying to forget about those. But, look, I think the thing with 20 over cricket is that one person can influence... Look, I know you've got to bowl well, but certainly one batsman, if they get going, can you know, when they get a 70 or 80, all of a sudden you've got, you know, a real... You've got a dependable total. Although I also think, Damien, that it's about one of the few games in the world where the equipment has got better and the boundaries have got smaller. And the, the, the only person our here that could hit a six over cover was maybe Bib Richards, but now the miss hits go for six, and uh, you know it's very well. It's certainly weighted towards the batting side of things because the bats are an inch, an inch and a half in, in uh, thickness, and uh, gee, they, yeah, I just keep thinking that it's it's just uh, you hit it only half well and it goes out of the out of the, you know out of the ground almost. Um, So you're going to need, I think, look, you you certainly don't need five bowls, you're going to need six or seven or even more, even if they just come on and bowl them over. And I think that's going to be one of the strengths of Australia. Um, I think Zamp is going to play a very, very important role. Um, But together with, you know, our three regular quicks, but then Stoinis and maybe even a Cameron Green that might even come in. Um, if um the Inglis uh, yeah. is proven as as, as not fit and, and and healthy, albeit that he's a wicket keeper. I know Cameron Green can do most things but I don't think he's ever kept before. But um look, it, it should be really fast. I just hope we get reasonable weather and that the best side uh, that the best sides can uh, show their true worth.
1: Well, that's it. And I think we all certainly conform to that sentiment. You mentioned Inglis before being injured as part of a golfing accident. In your time playing cricket in particular, can you recall any bizarre instances where a player has had to miss a tour or miss a couple of matches through a strange form of injury? I mean, we all hark back to Glenn McGrath accidentally stepping on the ball, missing out of the second test match in the Ashes of 05. But in your era, particularly as captain, can you recall any strange incident off the field like that?
0: Um, not that I can tell on air, <laughs> <laughs> it, might not be, it might not be suitable listening, okay. but no, I can't remember anybody, uh, you know, um, no, or not, not not immediately, I, I, I can't uh, think of it, but, but certainly for English to to think, you know, that he's done it playing golf. But look, you have a look at England, I mean, one of the most dangerous players in the world the last 12 months in any form of cricket has been David Besto from England. Mm. And he was playing golf and uh, did his ankles. And he's out of this whole, that whole World Cup. And that was a huge blow to England, albeit that uh, they still look a very, very strong side.
1: That's exactly right. Do you tip Australia to win the T20 World Cup, Kim? It's a difficult one, isn't it, because of the fickle format of the game to, to really make a long-term prediction in a tournament, isn't
0: it? Yeah, look, you know, we we certainly need... It was great to see Finch get some runs the other day, uh, which was good. Warner seems to be in good form. But, you you know, your your top three or four batsmen are absolutely crucial. I know Maxwell's had a real lean run, um, but you'd think he's a big-time player. Um, Fielding is going to be imperative, but when you look at that Virat Kohli, he's not the greatest field, of all time, but the catch he took the other day at Long Off or Long On was unbelievable. But uh, look, they'll be very, very competitive. Um, you know, our opening bowlers are going to be crucial, and they've looked a bit average when the batsmen just hit straight through the line of, of the ball. And I must admit, Damien, if I see someone play a reverse sweep or vomit, um, <laughs> the bats are so good you can hit them over a couple of off. Why try and play a reverse sweep and get a single? It just does my edit, where you can just hit straight down the ground and the misss go for six. It just defies logic.
1: Fair enough, too. We're speaking with former Australian cricket captain, Kim Hughes. Kim, I'm not sure if you followed the Sheffield Shield to a significant degree, but of course, Victoria and WA fought out a draw. It was a bit of a batathon at the Junction Oval, but a few players coming into form. Who's caught your eye given Cam Bancroft scored a century for WA? Sam Whiteman, who I think is probably an underrated player at first-class level. He scored 82 in the first innings. He's had a purple patch, a couple of purple patches over the last couple of seasons. And of course, Peter Hanscom with his 281 not out. One of the great first- Class knocks
0: in the last probably decade. Yeah. Yeah. Look, absolutely, you can't do any better than that, and I think he got a hundred in the game before, or pretty close to hundred. Marcus Harris, I've always been a fan of, and I thought he treated pretty harshly. But look, look, Junction Oval can be a very flat wicket. Um, you know, that's not a great thing to have. We got four sixty, I think it was in there. There, whatever six for 480, and they get bat till the cows come home. Um, so um, you know they just need to provide, make sure that wickets. If the batsman makes a mistake, you pay the price rather than the nick not carrying through to the wicket keeper or the or, or the slips. And there's not much in it for the for the spinners um, a, at all. But um, yeah, look, um, you know Western Australia had a good win over here against in Western Australia against New South Wales. Um, but, um, yeah, look, they're all putting pressure on, but, look, the whole focus is going to be on the crash and bash 20 over over cricket, and it'll be interesting to see who's out and about uh, when, the t- when we've got three tests against South Africa and three tests against the West Indies. So it's going to be a matter of man management for the quicker bowlers, and I, I must admit, Damien, I couldn't quite understand why Cameron Green, for example, hasn't played in this last Shield game or two. Mm. Um, you know, I, I know he played in a couple of the one-dayers and did very well in India, then had a couple of shockers here and then came back and did not too badly, but um, he's got a tremendous... and will be, if he stays fit, the world's best all-rounder. I've got no doubt about that, providing he stays fit in bowls. But I must admit I was surprised at him not playing in this last Shield match or two. You know, you, you've got to get yourself match fit. And um, it's a tough gig being an all-rounder, but the only way you're going to do the hard yards is to get in the middle and uh, a bit of blood, sweat and tears.
1: Yeah, that's it. And I think that's probably one element that is debated upon quite often each summer, isn't it? And you would know the importance and the emphasis of the Sheffield Shield in terms of the long format of the game as a player, Kim. Do you think it's neglected a little bit given the... It, not intrusion, I don't think that's the right word, but certainly the impost of the T20 game coming in, and we know about the marketability and the importance of it as a marketable commodity for cricket in this country, but yeah. how do we solve it from a fixtory point of view to ensure players get yeah. enough time out in the crease in the long format of the game?
0: Well, well you've only got to look at someone like Tim David, couldn't get a game for Western Australia, and now he's one of the real stars, could be in, in the shorter version of the game. Yeah. Look, the reality is... The 20-over uh, game attracts people. Look, people are a lot more time poor than they used to be because both people, if they've got children, are, are working. The days of coming along and watching a whole day of 50-over cricket, and I think that's the that's the format of the game that's under most pressure of all. But it is important. We and, and it's a bit like Sheffield Shield is like a lost leader. We've just got to carry that with the reality that, you know, we've got a young boy over here called Tim Wiley. And I haven't seen him play yet, but he's had some tremendous reports. He's only 19. And it's important that they can play with and against as many competitive people as possible. So the gap between shield cricket and the higher grade of cricket is not that great. But when I look back in our day, look, it was a long while ago, I know. But, you you know, all your test players played shield cricket. And uh, we also had one year we are holding, played for Tasmania, and Joel Garner was in in South Australia and Imran Khan was in New South Wales and, uh, you know, plus we had and Alderman and Thompson up in Queensland and McDermott and that and you go out to test cricket with the exception of West Indies in your face, big busts like Bobby Willis and Chris Old you thought, Jesus, I've got to stay in this level a bit longer because it was a lot easier playing that than shield cricket.
1: Do you think there's a way to try and entice some of those top-class players? You mentioned, I mean, I remember the story of Ian Botham coming across to play for Queensland back in the late 1980s. You had some of the key players around the world playing Shield cricket. Yeah. They still do so to a certain extent in county cricket over in the UK, but not as much in Shield cricket anymore. Is there a way to try and entice them? Do you think it's purely a financial thing more than anything else and maybe no. the unfortunate fact that Australia's summer collides with a lot of other summers around the world?
0: Well, I think 2020 competition around with offering huge sums of money. Uh, now the Indian, uh, model they're setting up a 2020 competition in South Africa, who South African cricket haven't had a sponsor. they're uh, just bereft of money. So, therefore, you've got players that might be offered hundreds of thousands of dollars to go and, you know, show their wares over a four-, six-, eight-week period um, whereas they play field cricket and they're going to get, well, whatever, a minus, minuscule amount. And I think that's one of the advantages that the IPL, the Indian Premier League, have. And one of the great things for world cricket is that players from different countries play. I think I can remember one with Graham Smith
1: think we might have lost Kim there. We'll endeavour to get him back on the line shortly. If not, we might just wrap it up anyway because we got a decent amount out of Kim, which was fantastic. Great to hear his insight off. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.